I mean, yeah. today is St. Patty's. I was invited to and then I just remembered Dr. Umar just looking at me probably yeah. <laughs> if I was exactly. to go out. So I mean we'll see later. We'll 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 see how it is. But uh yeah, I mean you are you wearing the green or the shamrock. I, you know, I have to. Got... I don't I'm not trying to disrespect oh, yeah, yeah oh, I'm not trying yeah. to disrespect anybody's culture today, but I'll rock some green. I got a little Ooh. green on me. You got a Celtics jersey, that'll probably be the hardest thing. Other than that, that's be priority pushing it. You got Word. a Celtics jersey, <laughs> like, you know, I'll be something. Okay, I'll be like, ah, this nigga he He's still represented. Like he he sold out a little bit to the Irish luck, but then he represented a little. Put that uh, Celtics throwback, you know, whatever new shit, whatever. You know. Yeah. Same, same. So on my previous episode, I I don't know if you heard it or not, but I was talking about you know how a lot of modern day men, uh, I guess we're not living up to the expectations. And, you know, our status is kind of coming to question now that women have a little bit more financial stability. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to start the, the pot off with something that was a, little, a little heavy, a little okay. heavy. But like, like I was saying earlier, do you feel like, you know, men have become more insecure because a lot of women are more, you know, financially, you know, stable? Or do you feel like women are just, you know, taking men more for granted because they know men are gullible. We're going to, like, just throw money at them. Okay. Um, I think it's, it's a little bit of the first one, um, but a little bit of both. I thought he was about to say something else in the second one, but um, I would say that women nowadays, um, it's like a combination with the, the erosion of the dollar, the U.S. dollar, and became into the working class. I was just watching a video earlier they were saying um back in the 1920s to the 1960s for men it was kind of embarrassing from their significant others to even be working at that time like if you're yeah a woman was working it was kind of like what like we can't support your your wife on your your budget on your salary uh it's really shameful but you know as inflation gone through the roof in the 70s 80s there was really a new class of working women in the system um and you know 20 years later women they started getting their pay you know they they have a knack for still feeling that oppression like these new day new new day women still feel that oppression chip on the shoulder to hustle and but they now they get big boy money so it's, it kind of is like, what can you do for what can you do for them now that they got all this bread? And and I don't blame them in a certain situation. These women are really like, yo, these women are really better entrepreneurs than guys sometimes. Like they are, see, they you'll are. See, you'll see some shorties for real. Um, you'll see some shorties like hairdressers. You know, you know, having their own thing. If they they have the Instagram, they're trying to start their own lash. You know, website, they just do little creative things just like that. Like, guys, we don't really dominate in our niches like that. We got so many niches, and we don't really, like, take initiative as much as women do. They're really opportunistic. Um, mm-hmm. Even with the OnlyFans. So now we got the OnlyFans. Like, so what team? That's even another bag. But before that, women were still just having their little boutique shop online. 
trying to do lashes, trying to do nails, trying to do like shiner, shimmer. Like they just creative. Like knows how much bread they might make from that, but the fact that they're even ambitious more than a lot of guys nowadays. So it they the tides have changed. So um I really don't blame them in that situation. Like, what can you do for them? You know, especially they getting dogged out. Now you got a nigga that you see movies like Baby Boy, you know what I'm saying? Like, so it's been circulating. You know, it's been circulating. It just came to fruition now. Um, I think, you know, it's just... It's see, getting... I, I don't want to chastise women because I think, like you were saying, I agree to your point with the whole women are more secure in doing their, their hobbies and turning into like a business and a profession. Yeah. I think they 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 masterclass that. They finesse the whole game. They know what they're doing. I think yeah. for a lot of men though, it's kind of like a lot of men don't want to take their hobbies too serious or they want to make it their profession because they feel like the world's gonna look at them differently. Like, all right, is this really what you want to do with the rest of your life? And most guys be like, you know what, let me just get the nine to five or let me get the corporate gig. Just so I can make, you know, my I don't have to hear the backlash from my parents or like siblings or my girl even. So I feel like a lot of guys don't delve into that, even though they might be the nice. You have a dude that's like nice at making train tracks, right? Or doing yeah. the train set shit, and he, he'd probably be embarrassed. Like, damn, I can't, you know, really express this or turn this into a profession because no one's gonna take me seriously. But he could be the nicest motherfucker in the world, but he probably doesn't have like you were saying the the passion really to, to turn into a business. So it's like, I guess a double standard in a way. Yeah, it could you know? be double standard. I can see it as that, you know, it could be one of those scenarios where, you know, men, they, they can deal with the scrutiny, but I think it's people, when it comes to that, it's just being able to face your fears, whether you're scared to fail and you just keep going. I think guys are, you're right. Like you said, they're going to be looked at more if they fail. Shorties just put their stuff, and shorties are really just into that. So they really can't. Yeah. I like nails. I'm showing nails. Like, how can I lose? That's what I like. You know, I like I like designing little purses. You know, these are my purses. Even if you don't sell, I can't lose. I did what I like. You know, women are going to be happy with that, and they're going to take, they're going to just enjoy what they do. So it's not even forced. But, um, cause I, I really, even the, the gap, I would say, so it doesn't matter that, you know, men used to have a, it was a huge gap between men and women making bread. So that gap has really tightened up. So it, I could be in a scenario where shorty, she does make, I could still make more bread than her, but it's not like it's a big difference nowadays. Like, you know what I'm saying? It could but be one of those scenarios. Are you, are you still going to be, are you going to go 50-50 with the bills? Or are you going to be like, you know what? I'm going to pay. I'm going to take care of everything. You put your little, you know, coins away for like a rainy day or something. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, if we, if we together now really chose your woman, you got to look at it as an investment. And if you're, if you... If you look at it as an investment and you, you can really, like, know that you're going to grow with her, like, you should have no problem going 80, 20, 10 with your shorty. Like, let her go that little tank. Let her go to 20 just so you know you ain't, like, simping. You ain't doing too much for a shorty. You ain't, you know. But make sure she does that little 20. Make sure she does that little 30, you know, 25, whatever. But you make sure you go all the way because you, 
you when it's time for her to play her role, you know she's playing her role too. Like but it does you know that structure, you really want to have that structure as being a provider because you're gonna be look as useless if you can't really put put anything towards the table, even if it's savviness or having uh being uh responsible with your funds more than these charges because a lot of these parties ain't not as responsible with their money as guys are because we don't really shop with emotions. We're not going to get... Yeah, uh, we're not going to buy something or yeah, fashion exactly. over that we see. Just because it looks good. Like, look I, good. I, I, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to think about it. Like, yo, can I kind of rock? Is there something later that I need? Da, da, da. I'm not going to just impulse buy that. So women, I'm going to let her do her little fashion shit so she's not asking me for more. So my 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 idea... My thoughts would be that, you know, I'm putting 85 just so she, all right, so now you don't have to ask me as much for this because you already got a lot of bread on you. You work, you do your thing. Make sure when it comes to me, you don't got And when it comes to you, I still got you on certain things. So, you know, going 50-50, that's kind of like, I don't know. It's, it's, it depends what situation y'all in. I would say like that. If y'all both struggling, all right, let's go 50-50. But if there's a manager's a will, there's a way, and I've really invested into this girl, nah, I can't go 50-50. You know, <laughs> not even like, like not even 60-40, 55. Like, you know, you got to do so. – you can't just go 50-50, though. You can't just be like, da-da-da. I'm like, 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 yeah, like – you can't be in a situation where like she got the rent, she got the mortgage, and then you got you got nah, you gotta take the majority of the bill and then she could she could do a little light stuff, make sure cause then cause you still gonna expect her to do her monthly duties and her wife's yeah. duties. So if you expecting that, she gotta expect something off her burden, you know what I'm saying? Cause I I at the end of the day I still wanna show you that I could cook a little bit. You know, that could make sure she's nurturing. So if I want me some hard bitch money getter, know what that comes with, you know? <laughs> yeah. All right, so that's the perfect transition to my next thing yeah. I, talk, I want to talk about. So I was saying earlier, uh, if you make 100K in New York City, after cost of living and everything, you're only taking home about 36K. So do you think that... First of all, I don't think New York City is worth that price tag where 100K is equivalent to 36K. But if I am the majority breadwinner and I'm not making six figures, then me, my girl's going to have to go half with me. But would you live in a city that's like like San Fran, L.A., New York, if you knew like you guys would have to go 50-50 with each other? Just because, you know, you get the ambiance of the, the city and everything. Uh, me particularly, I hate, I don't like the city. So me not being the city is not going to be a. Oh, you bugging! I love the city. I I, <laughs> I, I can't stand this. I just, the, you know this. That is nice to go when it's a good atmosphere, someone's birthday, whatever. But to be there on a Monday fucking morning, <laughs> the fuck? All these cars. All you hear is horns. You don't even hear cars, nigga. You hear horns. <laughs> Like, like, nah, I already, I can, that's all I even imagine when I'm in the city right now. If you think of New York City, all I hear is horns, like, just horns, just making sure people go forward. People are just stopping it. But as far as living in uh, New York City, 
um, expecting it. I mean, that is that's one of the examples of like troubled times. So yeah, like you know, I don't think she would have no mind like going fifty fifty in a situation like that in New York because it is crazy out there. Um, oh, she's paying fifty fifty. Fuck that. You know, you know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> it, it's it, New York. New York is type crazy. New York is crazy. It's the craziest. So if, if you have a job situation that's like there, like you have to live in New York. Yeah, I mean, yeah, those cribs is cra- it's crazy out there. It's crazy to even imagine, and they, and they bring that craziness to Jersey. So it's it's getting it's getting like that. Even with owning a crib, it's getting like that. So it's it's it's. Bro, who you telling? In my town, they charging two thousand dollars for a studio, just to look at New York. <laughs> you know, the closer, New York. yeah, the closer you are to New York, it's always it's always gonna be like you know, but. As far as as far as couples go in New York, like what is the shorty doing in New York that she gotta live there? Like she's she stripping corporate. Yeah, <laughs> she's stripping. What you mean? She working corporate. She a bottle girl. You know, uh, it it hundred k is the new 30, 38K, 50k in New York. It really is. It's a dangerous city, San Fran. Like if you can avoid the city at all costs, I would avoid it. People are really just doing. They literally doing that. They they living on the other side, and they just commute far. Like they really saving out on a lot. Just you know, commuting. I think that kind I kind of solves that. But still, if you're not fifty fifty, y'all both fifty fifty. You're gonna have to add on top of that. So I'm fifty fifty with a shorty, but I gotta put her on game then. I gotta tell her how to be able to. Still get bread outside of work. I gotta be able to tell her, put her on some news. I gotta let her know, like this is what you do with your bread. You know, cop some silver, cop gold, get some commodities. Yeah. You mm-hmm. know, you gotta you gotta trade these assets. You gotta you know, that's how you build your residuals. Like I'm teaching her stuff still while having the fifty fifty. So I'm still not fifty because she's not bringing that information to the table. See, so I'm passing that game along. She's learning. So even though we still splitting shit, there's still things that I'm adding to the table that but these new modern day women, it's really hard for this, this generation, bro. We listen the music that we listen to, the you know, the frequencies that we absorb every day. Like it's kind of like even like a shorty like Glorilla, you know what I'm saying? Like we got a a whole new different generation of shorties, like like you hear, you hear that, you hear her shit, right? She talks different. That's how, and then you hear that. A shorty hears that, and it's like you just you feel that. You know, she said, "When I lose a nigga, I just pop out and go find some old. Soon as I feel like my time is wasted, then it's time to go." Like I mean, are, women, women are the new dudes, bro. Like we we've so, been saying that in hip hop for years. Women are just adapting it now. Adapted to it. You know what I'm saying? And I, I don't blame them because, like, you know, they have been done wrong for years. You know, niggas is playing that. We got to help us niggas. We got to hold ourselves accountable for what we've done to the shorties because we did, like, we do just go through them. And literally, when they get boring, we just go to the next. And then we we making them harder for the next nigga. And then you just keep getting getting extra hard to the that us, all we do is bring heartache and we we're temporary sometimes we really are temporary so now 
that's the fight back. Like, she, you get a girl like Glorilla, like, yo, I see the game. I don't give a fuck about y'all game no more. I'm going to play too. They think they could play. Or they trying to just, you can't beat them, join them type shit. They tired of, you know, getting getting hit at. They want to they wanna be on top dog too. So I can't really fault them. But it is what it is. What came first? The chicken or the egg? I feel you. I feel you. Uh, all right. So I don't know if you've been in any interracial couple. You probably dated girls outside your race. Um, do you think? Do you think it's harder to be? I don't know if she brought you home to her parents, but do you think it's harder for her to bring you home to her parents, or is it harder for you to bring her home to like your family and everything? Um, I think. I think. Um. It's definitely it's harder to for me to bring her on to my folks because really you know because some because as long as the folks they're not racist they just welcome you in like people of other races if they not it's like a little black or white switch if they really like oh yeah hey come in John. like they really introduce you with welcome in arms. No cookie or plate. It's a fake welcome, though. I it's feel like a, it's a fake yeah. welcome. It, it could be. It's a fake welcome. It's that clumps meeting Janet Jackson, Jada Pinkett welcome. <laughs> oh, man, it could be fake. It could be fake for real. Like I, I could disagree to that. It could be fake, but it's it's something about the the energy that they put out, though. At least it seems like they tried their best. <laughs> they tried the best to embrace you. You know, you don't always get that when you when you when you're on the other side. You know, you get the whispers, like yeah, you get the you get the judge, you get the hmm, like you know what I'm saying. So it's a little bit harder for us to bring, you know, people from different races to our folks, like because I don't know, they not they not. You get the like you, you like you said, you get hit with the Umar Johnson, like. You know? <laughs> That's true. You know that's so, true. Why? Why couldn't you find a good black girl? Why you brought this it, Spanish girl, this white girl over? Exactly. That's how it is. Like you look like you know, and then especially if you just go off the gate with it, like she already know. I folks know exactly what to expect now because you're not going back. So they just they just got to roll with it because they love you. So it's one of those situations, I think. Yeah. I don't know. I, I like I like going to like the family's house, looking at the pictures on the wall, mm-hmm. and I like seeing them trying to be relatable as possible. Because I'm like, all right, at least I know you're trying. Yeah. Like, when they, I, I've been like interviewed at the door by like dads and stuff. Like, well, what is your five year plan with my daughter? What are you trying to do? Are you trying to get married? Like, I'm, and you know the girls like, Dad, leave him alone. I'm like, nah, I'm like, I want to answer this shit. I want to answer this shit, like, because I don't want him to feel like I'm some bitch ass. You know, oh, I'm about to not. You know, goodness. that's always the hardest part. Myself. Your five year plan, like you could have a five year plan, and when someone asks you what's your five year plan, you're like, oh shit. What yeah, because now you want me to break it down monthly. You want me to break it down <laughs> quarterly. Like, what do you? I feel like that's something you can't really say. We all got a five-year plan, but God is the only person that has the real plan. Like he, exactly. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. I can't. I can tell you what I want to do. I can't tell you how it's gonna go. And then it was easier with the shorty when you like was in school, or whatever. Like you told him, plan is school. And I'm like, oh, cool, yeah, cool. And then, but afterwards, now it's like, 
Uh, yeah, where, where y'all gonna live? How y'all yeah. gonna live? How y'all gonna save? Do you have a 401k? Do you have a Roth RA? Uh, what are you guys gonna do? How many vacations you're gonna go on? How many kids you're gonna have? They have the question sheet. They, I've been, I thought I was getting a job after that. <laughs> I was like, bro. But one thing I did notice about interracial couples, I was talking to my friend about that. It's like, like my, my friend, she asked me, like, why do black men feel like they need to go outside and, and go with the white? It's just them? different. I, and different. I was like, there's, there's a nice spin on that. Like, there's a scenario where these white shorties, like, they not judging they black men off their pockets. They already know niggas had a history of being broke. They Their expectations are way lower than black shorties for us. Like, they have this subconscious unbiasedness to our pockets. They know, like, if, we're, if we got bread, that's just a bonus kind mm-hmm. of scenario. You know, as far as, you know, black women, they got way more high expectations for their guys. They're expecting, they're expecting big dog from the jump. You know, white girl, they just expect you to breathe and fucking good. Like, you know what I'm saying? Just just be, being able to, you know, being able just to do a certain, you know, be be you, have fun, and just, it's there for the experience. They're not even in it for, like, you know what I'm saying? She's not really dating you for your pockets. Yeah. You know, there's not that many scenarios. And it's just, I think it's a clear difference. So I think... Not to say which one I prefer, you know, I always gonna stay with the sisters, you know, sometimes, you know. Like, um but... We love black women on the show, don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, now you're telling me that you get right on this uh this uh podcast, bro. It's a beautiful thing, man. Like really for someone to have something like they can keep doing and you know pass down and build. and it's cheaper than a therapist honestly you know, it's really <laughs> it's really beautiful thing bro like you got me thinking damn maybe i just start my yeah, own start podcast, your own. You know, yeah bro. Like, all right I'm so like, real damn. quick real quick real quick it's the whitest holiday of the year yep saint patty's day mm-hmm. what's the what's the whitest thing you've ever done oh i was waiting for you to I, as soon as you <laughs> see that question I was like, oh, I got it. I got it. I got it. So, boom. The end of the year, right, in school, right, um, this has to be the whitest shit ever. Um, at the end, of, you know, the last day of school, yeah, breaking out, you know, <laughs> fuck, fuck this shit, you know? We take all our stuff, go to the back of the woods, and just burn it all, you know what I'm saying? That was just like the whitest shit. That's yeah, that's ever. pretty. Like, you just burn. You're so happy about burning all your books because you know you never need them. And it's just like I was like, oh yeah, that's just the whitest shit ever, you know. I've never like, seen a black person burn a book. <laughs> <laughs> just line them all up on a camp. We had the we had it in the shopping cart in the back of the woods. How did the shopping cart get there? Lord knows how the old shopping cart is in, in, the, in the woods. But make sure you just go deep into the woods. There's like an open area. We just line it up. We get some. No light or nothing. You know, we just light it page up and then we just watch the big fire. You know, that's mm. just something we did. And we did it for a couple of traditions. It's like a couple of years. A couple of years we're doing it. Make sure it's the last day of the year. Make sure we get, 
You know, just that's some pure white shit. It, that next to you know watching those Halloween Town movies. Oh, uh, you watch them shits? Yeah, exactly. That, that's uh, like the second. Uh, I'm about to kick you off, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> you said the whitest thing. <laughs> you watch Halloween Town? Uh, Halloween Town 1 and 2. Uh, like that, that's dumb shits. They, Disney Channel, that shit during that time, bro, it has you feel like, I don't know, it was just. It was just priceless. There was no social media. So you had nothing else to do but to lock yeah. into that. You know? After they got rid of Proud One Family, I was done. Yeah, I mean, what other white shit could I done? You know, what about you? What's the whitest shit you've done? Uh, the whitest thing I've done is date a Jewish girl. Besides, no, I'm talking about like, now I need to hear you. You you bump in Vanessa Carlton. Oh, uh, thousand miles. Oh, you mean Avril Lavigne? What is the whitest shit you've done? Oh, uh, the whitest thing I probably done then. Uh, I guess the uh, same thing. I was in high school, and uh, I don't know. It was just lunch. We was outside. I was acting like an idiot, and uh, <laughs> I took a dump outside, <laughs> and like in the middle of the. It's like our school has like. A little crossway and like a tree that I took a dump on the tree, wiped my ass with the toilet paper, and just left it there. Hey, yo, I said the whitest thing, not the nastiest thing. Niggas don't do that. (laughs) Niggas don't do that. I was like, this is some white boy shit. (laughs) Niggas don't do that. Wiped wiped it with the the leaf, said. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, you just had to go though, right? You just had to go, right? Or I had to go. All right, real quick. I had to go, and like it was easier just to shit on the tree than it was to go to the bathroom inside the school because I wasn't gonna make it. I just wasn't gonna make it because we had like two different buildings. You had to cross between. I was like, yo, I'm not gonna make it to the next building. But you was low key with it though, right? You was low key behind. Oh no, nah, you know how niggas are. Niggas always. Oh, you was on front you. street. Motherfuckers saw you, yeah. Damn. So. No matter how, yeah, no matter how much you try to hide, motherfuckers find you. That is, that, yeah. that's different. That's different. All right, okay. but let me cl- let me close out the pod, bro. Thank you. As you don't know this probably, but you're my first guest. Oh, on the pod. Well, yeah, hey. you're my first guest. So, congratulations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Many man. more, definitely. You're always invited. Word, word. Now, now I'm gonna get the. I'm definitely this inspired me to get in my own podcast, like. Uh, I be yeah. telling motherfuckers it's easy. Just no, it's not sign easy. Up. It's, it's not, right, easy, it's not but easy, but it's, you gotta. It's definitely you gotta dedicate time. You see how you came correct. You came with a whole focus point. You had a time like you gotta come. You know, you really gotta have structure. Like you yeah, you gotta be prepped. You gotta prepare. Yeah, so no, I've been doing this for a while. So I, I'm pretty prepared. But I always tell people, man, we all have a voice. We all have something to say. And like you said, you can always pass yeah, it down. Yeah, send me the audio somebody. for this, though. Like, yeah, definitely, definitely. Audio. I'm going to send you the audio as soon as we get off the, the air and everything. All right, bad, bad, bad. For real, bro. But everybody, this is the Bleezy Show, episode 49. I appreciate everybody for tuning in. Alex, I don't know if you want to say your last name. Yeah, no, nah, my name is Lex. I go by Lex. All right. Come out with a new podcast. You know, it might be called Lex Holla. I'm thinking about Lex that. Holla. Let's get it. Yeah, Lex yeah. Holla. Word. But yeah, I'm definitely going to send you this link as soon as we're done. But everybody, uh, enjoy St. Patty's Day. Don't get fucked up. Don't drink and drive, obviously. And just behave yourselves. 
That's all I got to really say. Anything you got to say? Nah, nah, nah. Uh, keep on rocking in the free world, you know? Facts, bro. Yo. Niggas always doing about People always say, watch your back. Watch your back. Watch your back, nigga. Watch your back, nigga. Stay coasting. I'm a roast. I'ma stay fucking focused like I'm supposed to. I'ma stay with your bitch, probably put her on a poster. Man, you supposed to be the one you supposed to. Now she waking up with me with no folders. I'm a lover, I'm a hugger, I'm a fucker. I'ma stay wildin', Nick Cannon culture. I'ma stay picking at it like a vulture. You should slow down, man, you should slow down. Get low, remain focused, slow down. Stay humble and hungry, slow down. Nah, think you fly like a locust. Everybody got that magic hocus pocus. No weave, no wig, no nails, no kids, no man, no problem. I am no bitch worth it. No meeting with your friends. No sleep, no dreams, no nightmares, no realms. After night to roaming. No, I'm fine, I don't got no shit. No touching, no chilling, no, no. no breasts, no thigh, no, no lips, no feeling, no, no. no head, no toes, no tongue, no nipples, no laughter at the sex, no, no. no future, tell me what happens next, no, no. no idea what happens no, next, no. well, I'ma get head at the sex, I'ma get head at the sex, everybody got the epithets, Everybody get the epithets. Nobody showing up.